Hey, what's up, everybody? Juan Martinez, a.k.a. Dr. Love. And I'm Stephanie Martinez-Ray. And you've just joined us on This Is Real. Hey, as always, real people, real problems, real solutions. I like to say, get wrapped, I mean, get wrapped in real talk. Wow. I like <laughs> to say that um, we keep it real. This is for all the real ones. So if you, you can, can handle it, if you can handle it, you know, we're going we're gonna to talk uh, some some good stuff today. And uh, I don't know, I guess, okay, so let me get everybody up to date to all my cats listening uh, and watching. Uh, got my doctorate Friday, so Come that on. was dope. Yep. Come on. Congratulations. That was awesome. Um, you know, I don't know. Dr. J. I, I know, yeah, now I'm like Dr. Love for real. <laughs> so like, um, it, it's just, uh, you know, excited about it, but I know too much is given, much is required, and right. I know it comes with more responsibility. You know, I, I kind of feel it a little bit already, you know, because I'm like, okay, like, not that it, I mean, it's just the paper, yeah. right? But the reality is that it, it, I already had the responsibility as a pastor, but now I feel like, oh, man, you know? Um, but it's it's a good, in a good way. But it know? just does that, way. right? It just like, does that automatic, yeah. automatic, Facts. right? Because... Yeah, you 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 know you're responsible for what yeah. you say. You're responsible for how you live. You're responsible. Um, you know, this is the best compliment. My best compliment for me is not, "Yo, what a great sermon." I mean, that's good, but that's not my, the best compliment. Is what kind of what you heard this morning? Like, yeah. oh man, you know, I see. Mm -hmm. I, that's for me is like the yeah, right? Because it's a living word, right? Who yeah. wants to be the one that knows everything but doesn't do anything? I right. mean, I think in the scriptures we were talking about that the other day, where it says, "Listen to what they have to say." Jesus said about the Pharisees, listen to what yeah, they have to say, because they, they studied the scriptures. They they had head knowledge, right? They can teach, they can tell you all this stuff, but don't do as they do, because they weren't living it out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so imagine if Jesus said that about, Jesus probably could say that about a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, oh, just to add this as a side note, even though we're going to jump into uh, something else, I just think it's super dope that I was, uh, you know, I got up about 5.30 in the morning just thinking the last two days about this verse. But I stumbled onto like, like let's say when a guy wants to be a rabbi, right? He has to already have had a lifestyle for three years prior to like, hey, I'm gonna go to school to be a rabbi. So, uh, you know, you gotta be of Jewish descent. You gotta be going to the synagogue. You have to do all the things that Jewish people do. So it'd be like, I wanna be a pastor. Okay, so you'd be like three years um, of being have you been pastor. going to church? No, no, no. Of just going to church, yeah. serving, everything you're going to require a Christian to do because you're going to be a rabbi to teach the word. So you should be living that out. Yeah. Right? So, hey, I want to be a pastor. Great. I need you to serve. I need you to, you know, everything. You're yeah. giving everything. Everything about you should look like because how are you mm. going to even get into school to learn all this word without doing being, anything? Doing anything yeah. that you're going to require of other people. Right, you're not being. Yeah, totally. You're not being. You're just a doer, not, and maybe not even or a knower. Or knower. You're a knower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I got a team, you know, with me today that we're gonna tackle this thing, and it might turn into like offenses and stuff. And I don't know. We might just talk about a bunch of stuff today, you know. Um, but check it out. The, the, I'm just gonna go off of a thought that I had the other day. Okay. So uh, let me see. Hold on, because I on Tuesday mornings I meet with my beautiful baby Ruth. And I told her this. Let's see where it's at. Uh, it's right here. I said, babe, I'm going to tell you something, and then I'm going to give you a verse, and we're going to talk about it, okay? Because I'm always trying to get the the word into someone's heart by act the active application, Amen. right? And, and that 
comes from community, spending time, even with the one who's discipling you. That That's why Jesus spent, interesting enough, these guys who were fishermen who already knew the Talmud and knew all this stuff, all of a sudden this Jesus spending three years with them, which I thought was kind of interesting according to the three. I, I just said, man, he spent three years. But, you know, uh, I told Ruthie this. I said, hey, I can learn about Jesus, but not learn from Jesus. I'm going to say that one more time. With, that's that's the word of sila, you know. I can learn about Jesus and not be learning from, from Jesus. And those are two totally different oh, yeah. things. So when you look at, even if you take that and apply, like put it here, what does that mean? I can learn about somebody without learning from yeah. that person. Because you can parrot what I say, but you spending time with me. Mm -hmm. And if what I say and what I do match, which is Jesus, then you will learn what I say. You can understand. You can, well, you could actually understand it and yeah. do it. Facts. Right? Yeah. Um, cause, so here's the verse, okay? Because this is the verse that goes with that. Okay? So this is how me and my wife did the thing. I was like, all right. So I'm going to start reading it at 25 because I, I think we have a big problem like just in Christianity, you know, church, just just the overall arching theme, right? And usually the amazing thing is that, you know, I was talking to Ruthie about this and I go, look, here's the thing. Oh, because I'm going to be at the panel for the men's we'll thing. And I, was, I was like, uh, where's everybody seeing this hat? Because I was like, Somebody posted a flyer. Oh, oh yeah, I didn't even yeah. see it. <laughs> but, okay, so, so uh, what winds up happening is that I got to talk about some of this stuff. And I was like, look, the fact that there was a season where we were like, hey, there's no fathers in the home. Okay, we thought we were seeing the problem. Follow me here. We thought we were seeing the problem here. Well, there's no fathers in the home. Yes, that's the problem. Something happened here that led to no fathers in the home. Now what we're seeing are the sons of the fathers that weren't in the home that don't know how to be fathers. Yeah, the fruit. Yes. Okay, so we're going to go here, and that's, which hopefully it just handles everything. Okay, so this is Matthew 11. It says, at the time, I'm going to read it 25. I really want to go to 28, but 25. At the time, Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and intelligent and revealed them to infants. Just in that, you're starting to see that if you know everything, then you'll never learn anything. Yeah. The whole infant is the whole born again thing. And so if you know, a lot of times people, I know, I know, but if you ain't living what you're saying you know, you then know you, you don't know, <laughs> right? Uh, then it says, yes, Father, because this was your good pleasure. So this pleases the Father. And it says, all things have been entrusted to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son. And anyone to whom the Son desires to reveal hmm. him. So this is not for everyone, but it is for, you get what I'm saying? This doesn't just happen just because you literally have to fit in this verse, yeah. this next verse. Come to me. So obviously we're seeing that you, you got to go to him, right? You can't do this by just going to church. Remember, you can learn about Jesus and not, not learn from. from. Uh -huh. Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened. So, man, I'm burnt. I have a lot of burden in my life, you know, all the stuff, heavy, right? Weary, tired. And he says, and I will give you rest. Then it says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Learn from me. So come to him, right? Then you got to take his yoke. And when you take his yoke, that at that moment, you know, you've seen the, the little things awesome. where you put the oxen, yeah. you yeah. put the yoke, right? Okay, so you got that thing on. Now, to have that thing on, it says, and learn from me because I am lowly hmm. and humble in heart. And some translation says gentle That's and humble. Right. Uh-huh. Meaning meek, mm -hmm. right? Meaning meek, meaning uh, your power submitted coming under 
That's how the humility in heart, right? The center of your being, how you think, everything, where everything comes from. And you will find rest for your souls, your mind, will, and emotion. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Mm. Are you ready to take your relationships to new heights? We'd like to invite you to the most anticipated event of the year, the Love Wins Conference. Join us February 9th and 10th for an unforgettable weekend filled with love, laughter, and growth. Whether you're newlyweds, celebrating years of bliss, or going through rough patches, this conference is designed to reignite the flame and strengthen the foundation of your relationship. We've put together a team of relationship experts who will share their wisdom and strategies for navigating the twists and turns of your marriage, from communication to intimacy, conflict resolution to emotional connection. Our speakers will empower you with the tools you'll need for a lifelong fulfilling partnership. Get ready to roll up your sleeves and participate in interactive workshops where you'll dive deep into your relationship, uncover hidden truths, and explore new ways of building trust and intimacy. You'll learn practical techniques that will help transform your relationship for the better. And it's not just about learning, but also about creating memories together. Join us for our Love Wins Prom Night. It's designed to strengthen your connection and reignite the spark. This is a chance to break away from the daily grind and rediscover the joy of being in each other's arms. So mark your calendars and join us for a transformative weekend at the Love Wins Conference. Ignite the passion, deepen the connection, and build a love that will stand the test of time. Reserve your spot today and invest in your marriage so you too can say, Love, love wins. wins. But isn't it interesting that most of the time the, the people of God look real burdensome? Yeah. yeah. But here, so I, I had asked my wife, I said, so how do you do that? How do you do what? Come to him? How do you, how, how do, you do this verse? Come on. Hey, look, look. Well, I think that's so like, for me, it would be it would have to be understanding when he says, come to me all who are weary and heavy laden, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. you first you have to acknowledge the fact that you're weary and you're heavy laden or else totally. you won't come to him. Totally. And then I think that the weary and heavy laden is from your own wisdom and your own intelligence to the way you live. Your own like, will. Yeah, exactly. your own will, desires, everything. I'm done with applying my wisdom. I'm done with applying my intelligence. I'm done with doing things my way, with me knowing what's best for me, with everything that I feel is right, my path, all that. I'm done. I'm like burdened from that. Because mm -hmm. obviously it hasn't gotten me anywhere. I'm still in, in square one. Yeah. I'm still lost. I'm still whatever the case is. So mm. he's like, well, come to me and then i'll give you my yoke right mm. not only take my yoke take yeah, my yoke take, so so he's not gonna you take, take my yoke yeah. uh he says first he says well learn from me right take my yoke take my yoke upon you and learn, you and learn. Yeah. so you're not learning unless you take the yoke that Facts. means at that moment you're going you know more than me yeah i'm going your way I, i'm i'm gonna put this around me yeah. so that when you tell me to go this way i'm gonna go this way and i'm you're denying coming. my wisdom my knowledge, my all of that. Yeah, that's that's gone. That's Once you the take door. the yoke, it's, it, it's yeah. out of there. Mm -hmm. You're coming under submission at that point. Come on. Because mm -hmm. you're putting it on you and you're giving over the reins to him. So when he says, go this way, that's where you're going. Okay, so you ever ha you ever had a season where you wh where you learned that? What season did you learn that in? Every season. <laughs> <laughs> so I, 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 right? I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I think in a lot of areas in my life, I think I have the answer. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that I know best, whether yeah. it's marriage, whether it's finances, whether it's discipleship, whether it's whatever it is. I feel like, hey, I, I, got, a, I got an idea, bro. I know how to do this. Let me do it this way. Totally. And then it's not until, you, like, 
it don't work. Oh, maybe sometimes over and over and over. Sometimes I'll catch it sooner, or sometimes somebody like you is like, "Hey, that's not gonna work," and I take heed to that. But it's not until I catch the reality that this is gonna be heavy laden on me. This is gonna be burdensome. My way is not right. Like I have to surrender that. There's a like, way that seems right that leads to destruction, <laughs> that, right? Yes, yeah, that seems yes. right to man. Yeah. What about you, Pastor Megan? Well, I think it all stems from two your life experiences and the environments that you've been in. It's going to shape how you perceive things. Because for me, my whole life growing up, I have bucked and kicked the system the entire mm. time. No, and if you even you tried, no, <laughs> I mean, from the time that I was a little girl, and, and if you even tried to try to tell me to go right, I'm intentionally going to go left because you told me to go right. Because I wanted to be in control of every single situation. And it wasn't until in my late 30s good stuff. that I have finally learned that I am fighting an uphill battle that I'm not going to win because I'm going to lose because I'm not in control. And when I give over control to the one who is the creator, Ooh. I now have control. It's but I'm in stuff. control under submission of him and his lordship, not under my submission. Because under my submission, I'm going to mess everything up. And so I'm going to break this uh, uh, oh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, absolutely. Why would why do you feel like you were rebellious? Like as you said, like if you told me right, I went left, mm -hmm. right? But why? I know why, and I believe that I have pinpointed it back to the time when I was little, when I was molested uh, by a family member, and then a teacher, and then a and then a trusted person, mm. and all three of those instances was elementary. In all three of those, I went to adults and my family to confess, to say, hey, I need help, this happened to me. And I was shut down, I was hushed and told that we weren't gonna talk about it and that they were that I was lying. Why would I make that up? They would never do that to you. So what happened is wow. I learned That's in good. my adulthood that as a child, because as a child, your brain isn't developed enough to be able to process through pain and trauma, so you internalize it. And that yeah. is why it comes out no, in your does. marriage when you get 20 years later and comes out in your relationships. And so what happened is I internalized and I subconsciously got a mindset mm -hmm. of, well, I'm not going to talk to anybody. I'm not trusting anybody. I'm shutting down. And what does it matter if I lie, steat, and chill anyway? Nobody's going to believe me, so I might as well just do what I want to do. And whatever yeah. you say is you know, it's not the totally. best interest. I mean, because, look, for me, I, I, I know, uh, and myself as well, because, so let's say a, a healthy family uh, and, and this even has to be done from a healthy place. A father's role is to break your will. Mm, that's, good. that's what the father does. He breaks your will. Like, oh, I want to go do this. No. No. <laughs> Why? Because it's going to hurt you, right? Like, so I'm breaking your will. Yeah. But giving you an understanding of why, why and yeah. hoping that you trust me, that I love you enough so that you don't go do it. So remove the father out of my life. So I wind up getting a stepfather and I'm like, you're not my father, yeah. right? So that's already rebellious. It had nothing to do with the guy in front of me. It had to do with my father. Yeah. Like I wanted him in the picture, yeah. right? Yeah, he was so, there. Oh yeah, now uh, take about eight guys on the block that and none of them have dads. You know, one guy has dad and we'll, he was everybody's dad, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, one, one, you know, his dad passed away. The other ones just didn't have fathers. So we're outside rebelling at a whole new level. Nobody could tell us what to do because I remember even now thinking back, telling people like, man, you know my father. You can't tell me what to do. Yeah. Like, because cause that's absent. Nobody now can tell me what to do. Not even my mom. Yeah, yeah. And that's when you're like, people oh. that are hurting the most because that's just an outwardly expression of the pain that they're feeling internally because yep. it's a mask. Facts. It's a mask of pain and it's a mask of control yep. because that's why they're so... Abandonment, mm -hmm. like wanting to fit in. That's where that comes from. Yeah. Because I, I experienced that. Like, yeah. Right? I was uh, left alone. 
I grew mm-hmm. up by myself. I didn't have a father figure neither. My mom was always at work. Mm. So at one point, could nobody tell me what to do. Totally. <laughs> when, when when this verse looks good, like because you have to understand, I know like sometimes it could sound because uh, we do the whole. I want to say Christianese, but yeah. you know, even that can sometimes make people well don't sound Christianese. But sometimes there's just words that you have to understand because yes. even in that. Yeah. Right, we're like don't sound, but I mean, after a while, you learn that hey, don't take your yoke. But to a person it's that doesn't biblical. understand that, you almost have to bring it. Yeah, because I, I think the enemy kind of tricks. I always think from every angle because don't sound Christianese. Like where'd that come from? Maybe somebody yeah. that didn't, maybe somebody that wasn't following. Because if it's good, and you're like, wow, your life is incredible. You could say you got to learn yoke. I'm gonna learn that. Yeah. You get insane. Well, like telling a Jew not to be Jew, don't be Jewish. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, I, so I think there's something healthy there. But the whole taking his yoke is basically, you know, because remember the two oxen when they're going, they both have yokes. One's bigger than the other, and that one's always leading, mm-hmm. leading, right? So, uh, when Jesus or, or the Word, because He's the Word, so when God's speaking to us. We hear it in the spirit realm, but you know it's kind of like your dad going, "Hey, don't go to your friends." So you're now your dad's not there, but he's there because you hear, "Don't go to your friends," mm-hmm. even though he's not there. <laughs> and so the the whole humble meek is is the horse and the cowboy, right? But we're gonna make believe that the cowboy is Jesus, and you're the horse. Now, most of the time, when feelings are indicated to the heart, we get a feeling and we just go after it, roar, or like, "I'm not gonna forgive," or "I'm not gonna do," yeah. right? Be- that that means you. You haven't taken the yoke. Yeah, mm-hmm. you understand because I think we could be honest here and say that we've all had feelings, we've oh, all absolutely. had desires. That sometimes, uh, I mean, for you, you even had a hiccup before the thing, right? You had a hiccup. If if that yoke and we talked about it, right? Like, hey, when we were on the phone, yeah. and we were, like, if you would have like what you do now, which great because you learned from it. Yeah. But I feel like when I look at your life, I see the the hiccup, and then I see like, oh man, I should have just, yeah. And then okay, what do you want me to do? Yeah, <laughs> right. It, it created that because that shows that that's why the righteous man falls seven times but gets back up because you have a relationship with Christ. But at some point, if you kept doing that, I would have to question. Yeah. If if, if you're yoked up, yeah. <laughs> basically, right? Yeah. Because if you're yoked up, you're one. Like you can't separate. You know, I think I did the whole yeah. singles thing when I was like. Are you yoked up? Be careful who you yoke up with because yeah. once you crack the eggs and I scramble that joker and they become one, you can't but unyoke that. I think that there's also a misconception too that in the things we're discussing, whether it's the sin or temptation or whatever it is, our fleshly desires. Yeah. People mistaken to think that when you come to Christ or when you're in your word or in scripture and you're you're becoming that with him, that you're not going to feel a fleshly desire or feel tempted mm-hmm. or have the desire to want to go do the thing that God's just automatically going to take the desire, Mm -mm. but we have a part we play in our responding to it. So if you have an accountability system or an accountability partner that you go to, that you know you could pick up the phone and call and you don't, and you walk this way instead, that is a choice you just made because you responded in the other direction. It doesn't just get taken from you. Now it gets lighter and you're given the tools that you need to be able to defend and to be able to stand against the schemes of the enemy. Yeah. And be, the more you use them, I believe the easier it gets, but yeah. it doesn't stop. Well, yeah, that's why that's why your inner man, your identity, 
You identify with the death, the burial, the resurrection, mm -hmm. and the ascension. I always put the ascension because that's where you're fighting. You know, you fight from the heavenlies. Yeah. Right? You don't fight. I mean, I wish I could punch the enemy in the face. It just doesn't really? work like that. You know, like well, not maybe, physically, maybe, you physically, but... you know. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I just wholeheartedly feel like when you identify with that, that's where you live from. Yes. From that, uh, that's why I die daily, right? Like, you, 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 little by little, it's like peeling an onion, right? Like every time the flesh has another layer and another layer and another layer and another layer. So you, you mature yeah. like anything else. Sanctified. And so, yes, because the word separates you, right? Mm -hmm. That's, that's how you're made holy. You, it's not that you're perfect. Facts. Your position is perfection. Yeah. Right? That means I know if I was sitting over, if I, this is my position, but I went over there where Marco's at, I know how to get back here. That's yeah. what I've become a pro at. We want to thank all of our partners who support us. Because of you, This Is Real has a tremendous reach from Houston to Galveston and up to the Austin area. This show reaches over 100 prisons nationwide with over 500,000 inmates tuning in weekly to hear the good news through our radio show and the Pando app. To partner with us, visit JuanMartinez.tv or download the free Get Rap TV app. You understand? Yeah. Like, oh, forgiveness. Ugh. Oh, mercy. Because uh, uh. you identify with the fact that, hey, I am this. Oh, no, yes. And I think that that's one of the biggest challenges yeah. that we face is that we don't believe we are. Yeah. We, we've taken Christianity as something that we do rather than something that we are. Totally. I am a Christian. I'm not doing Christianity. I'm become, I, I've been born again. So and now that I'm born again, I am a son. I mm. am holy. I am righteous. I am obedient. Totally. I am f forgiven. I'm all these things. And it's sometimes I, I feel like, you know, of course, the enemy, the flesh, a lot of things come against us believing that we are that. So we don't believe we are. So we don't do. Yeah. You know? So it's harder to do. And, and, and the Bible and, and Christianity have become a checklist. Yeah, As, totally. instead of a becoming. A living. But, yeah, so living then when word. you do the checklist, you're liable to miss the mark all over again. Totally. Because you haven't really conformed to who you truly are in Christ. Yeah. You just, I'm checking, oh, I, I read my Bible. You know what I'm yeah. saying? As opposed because, to like. Because there, the, I think you were talking earlier about the horse. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that horse, if Jesus, you're the horse that, you know, you come out, you know, you see the cowboys mm -hmm. trying to break, they call it break a horse. Yeah. So they're breaking the fact, like, because the horse wants to do whatever he wants to do, Correct. and he wants to kick you off mm -hmm. his back. And and while that's happening, which I believe that's all of us, once you accept Jesus, you're supposed to, you know, you're going to buck, buck, buck. But eventually, he, he the goal of him breaking you yeah. is so that if he says, I think there's a verse, that follow the Holy Spirit, you know, the way that he tells you to go, like, mm -hmm. you know, that still small voice says, no, I need you to go forgive. No, I need you to shut up, you know. <laughs> And right, because that cowboy, once he breaks him, he he can, yeah, he can, yeah. he's gonna make you run. He can make you stop. Right, he. I mean, the, mm -hmm. you listen to the guys on your back, but the the horse can actually kill. Obviously, you can't kill Jesus, but maybe you could kill him from living in your life. Facts. Right, you reject him. <laughs> you reject him. Yeah. But um, but at the end of the day, the whole plan is that you're a wild stallion, and he's like, no, like. I be I, you follow what I tell you to do, mm -hmm. and I think we don't like that. And I think that's where the meek comes in or gentle, because we think gentle is like. I asked somebody the other day, "Hey, what's gentle?" They're like soft. I'm like, no, uh, you got to throw that out. You got to throw that out. It's not has nothing to do with soft. Gentle is not soft because the horse is not soft. The horse can do some <laughs> damage. Yeah, he can yeah. buck you off. <laughs> but but the horse is is taking his strength mm. and his power. And he's submitted mm. it under, right? 
and said, look, uh, whatever, I'm, I'm, all this power and strength, I'm not going to do nothing with it. I'm, you're going to tell me what to do yeah. with it. Yeah. Which I think, I think that's the answer to everything. Yeah. Facts. Right? But it comes from also understanding that, and that's why I feel like relationship is key because you begin to see his character. Mm. Like he is good. Yes. Right? So why wouldn't I submit to he who is good? Yes. Right? Why wouldn't I submit to he who has a great plan for my life? Why would why wouldn't I submit to he who wants to heal me, to restore totally. me, to deliver me, to totally. renew me? And I think that sometimes that's the whole thing of like my wisdom and my intellect says that no, I'm I'm good. Oh, they long. Or I got the best plan mm -hmm. for my life, but we don't. No. Listen, let me tell you something. Let's let's be <laughs> vulnerable here and transparent. Why is this verse so important? I've been living out this verse since I got out of prison. This literal verse. Okay, so let's let's take it in the beginning, right? I know how to run. I know how to leave. That's just what I know how to do. I know how to cheat. I know how to lie. Yeah. I know how to, right? Yeah. All, all those things. Come on. Like, I got out of prison. I had all this Jesus, right? I come out. Boom. I, I get married. Now, all of a sudden, I got to learn. Like, before, when we got an argument, I just go blow. Right. <laughs> right? And I come back, be happy, have sex. Best part of making up, <laughs> breaking up is when you're making up. Right? Yeah. Best part of breaking up. <laughs> anyway, so, right? So, you go, and that's how you live. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, you're a Christian. How does this? I'm going to show you this verse in real life. So, I'm, I, I come out. The Christian, I can't find a job. I'm weary and burdened, right? Boom. The enemy's like, boom, go sell drugs. Yeah. Because I am yoked up. I, I have made a decision in my life. I'm yoked up. Not kind of nice. yoked up. Yoked. Yeah, you I'm Go really. go make an omelet and you'll understand what I'm saying. Take the two eggs, Jesus and you, right? Put them in a bowl. Now, when you create the omelet, I want you to un-omelet that. Yeah. It's impossible. Can't. That's... In my inner man, I'm yoked up. Yeah. So like, I know like the enemy's like go sell drugs, and then my because I'm yoked, the Lord's like no. Yeah, you know where that leads. You're, you're not you're not even going outside today. This is a true like I was in Rankin Road. I came out. I had nothing. I looked to the to the side. I was living in Greenspoint. Ruthie was in the house. I walk outside. There's a crew, right? And I know they're selling drugs. I know they're selling drugs. And I don't have like a dollar. <laughs> right yeah. and I'm like they're all smoking I'm frustrated let me tell you what happened I threw out the trash and I heard the Lord say run home and so I was like what so I turned around and I start, I start jogging <laughs> hey the dudes are like yo what up man you know I'm like I start running home because I'm yoked up and because he spoke to me and so I made it home that night mm -hmm. right I didn't get high. I didn't. And it just continues, mm. right? It just continues. Like, oh, I want to, oh, no. Yeah, do this. Yes, Lord. Yeah. And after a while, yeah. you become that. Like, you are, because the goal is that every time you're in that yoking and in that humility and in that submission, you learn, you, you, you become more in the image of him. Because what yeah. you're doing, you normally would you're not being do. Conformed. To his image, and his, that's the whole thing is about his glory. Yeah, amen. So when somebody sees that, they know you wouldn't do that. It's a lot easier for us to sit down and be like, oh, you cheated. Oh, yeah, man, I had lust the other day. You know, oh, yeah, me too, me too. You with me? Yeah. And then, hey, yeah, man, I messed up. Hey, yeah, I messed up. Oh, man, I cussed her out. For the guy to be like, no, I didn't. And you're like, what? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. How did you do that? And it's that yoking. Like, was it easy? No, it, yeah. it wasn't. It became easy. The more I, I understood that what he had for me was a lot better. Amen. And the more I saw like he saw. 
Oh yeah. yeah. I said he saw. <laughs> <laughs> he what were we gonna say, Megan? Um, I am. I had several different mind like yeah. thoughts that I was gonna go there. I remember there was a time, and you'll never forget this. Um, yeah. And a lot of people, the story may be shared. I let my husband when it's his time. Yeah. But about ten years ago, nine years ago, mm -hmm. maybe, um, mm -hmm. we went through a hiccup in our marriage. Yep. And uh, I had called Pastor One on the phone. I remember I was driving down forty five. And uh, I, in that moment, was the first time uh, pre-Vaughn's cancer that I was like, screw it, you know? Yeah. I can do this, I can do that. I was passing bars, strip clubs, all these things. Mm. And it's like the enemy was coming and he's like, you can go do this and you can go do that. Cause I was so frustrated. I yeah. was so hurt, I was so upset. And, and it, he comes in those moments. But then what he also did was I remember sitting and I pulled in the academy parking lot and I was weeping and he was giving, like I was feeling the depression and the the anxiety and all of those things that I felt when yeah. I worked in the club and when yeah. I was in the drug addiction and everything. Mm -hmm. And so I believe that he showed me that to say, no, I don't wanna go back there. And even though it was a beautiful moment because as upset as I was, I was at a place in my life then where I was like, it's not worth going back. Yeah, totally. It's not worth it because you're in your pain. So you want to get back or yeah. you want to do something vengeful or you're like, well, screw it. Who freaking cares anyway? Yeah. Right. But at the end of the day, you're hurting yourself. And there's so many more consequences that are going to come from that. And recognizing when the thought comes, you run it through the, the obedience of Christ and, and identify why am I feeling this way? Where is it coming from? Especially yeah. when it's something you're not used to feeling. There's times where I'm driving down the freeway and I'll get the craziest thought in my head. I'll even be in worship sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I'm in, totally. in, in, in No, not you. Nobody does that. Or like a thought. <laughs> and I'm like, no. what the heck? Oh, like no, totally. I'm in the church, I'm worshiping, I'm in God's presence, and I'm like, oh no. And it's like, <laughs> he just throws these little things at you. Fiery darts. Yeah. Well, exactly, and you just have to know how to handle, handle yeah, them. Because the misconception is this, when I'm ready or when I feel it or when I know, it says for yeah, where your you treasure is, your heart will oh. also be. In other words, your heart's not there yet. Mm -hmm. So when, when you know, you didn't wake up one morning and go, oh, you know, I love drugs, no. You, you kept treasuring it. You treasure something by something you continue to do. So like people wait, well, I'm gonna give, or I'm gonna forgive in this. No, usually it's super uncomfortable. It's a place that you don't wanna do it. That's how it starts. But then you treasure it because you keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And eventually your heart follows. It's not, because people say it the other way. Oh, where your heart is, then your treasure is. No, yeah. it's where your treasure is, then your heart. Mm -hmm. It will be. So you didn't treasure it and then your heart's like, boom, there. No, it will be. That means like a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Before you know yeah. it, I love drugs. I want to, this is the life I want to live. Yeah. Boom, you become like all the stuff because you treasured it so much. Yeah. You start spending time with your wife. You start doing the things you're supposed to be doing. You start yeah. giving. You start doing all and these things. And it works the other way too. So the, the people are in prison that are listening. You might be getting out soon. Or They're you watching. have a date or something. You have in your mind, I've been in here and I've been getting the word and I love Christ and you've been in your Bible. Mm. So when you get out, you might think that you're strong enough to go back to the people or the families or the homes that you were at to be able to have community because you're strong now. But sometimes you still have to flee from that and know that flee. it flee. Well, yeah, yeah you, no, totally. you have to because you're not and not putting yourselves in that same situation that totally. even though you are doing better, that at any given point, not to be so prideful to think that you still can't fall back. That's key, oh, yeah. I because think. Because it's you know it's a I mean? progression. Yeah, like that I think for me, it's key for me to continually acknowledge that hey, I don't got this together. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like every day, every second, every minute, every hour, I need him. I yep. need him in mm-hmm. my life. I need him in my mm-hmm. thoughts. I need him in my speech. I need him in everything because, like you said, like you're right. We'll, we'll be, I'll be worshiping, and all of a sudden, bam! And I'm like, what? The heck? Like, yeah, where, totally. where did that come mm-hmm. from? And I feel like I think it's in John that he says that he who says that he's without sin, he's deceived. Yeah, he's deceived. He, he's he, he he deceives himself. Yeah, like for us to think that. Like this carnal uh, vessel that we're in is not continuously crying out for something or desiring something. It's a lie. No, they don't. Every Thanksgiving. Exactly. That's why I saw. <laughs> that's why I saw. Everybody was losing weight until Thanksgiving. All of a sudden, yeah. they're, oh. <laughs> that, I mean, we laugh. Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah, a yeah. form of yeah, like, you're right? Because right? you could be like, I'll have a little plate yeah. and then be done. No, you're like, oh. You have five yeah. meals in one hour. <laughs> From yeah. Thanksgiving to Christmas, it's over with. I'll just wait till after Christmas. <laughs> all, all day long. Then January to March, everybody's like, oh. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. be. I'm gonna be. Yeah, then, yeah. You know, spring break. You're Some done. Control. Where'd that go? Yeah. yeah. But it's just it's the the reality of acknowledging that and that we need it. You know that we need him because without him, like we're out of there. Like when you think you got it together, that's when the enemy's probably like, oh yeah. We, we, we oh no, see. listen. I remember a long time ago. Come experience the love that will change your life every Sunday at Get Rap Church. Visit us at 23221 Alden Westfield Road in Spring, Texas, 77373 for three services at 9 a.m., 1015 a.m., and 12 p.m. Not in Houston, not a problem. Join us for our online service from anywhere in the world by downloading our free Get Rap TV app or by visiting Get Rap Church's YouTube channel. Also, be sure to check us out at Get Rap People on all social media platforms to stay up to date on everything happening at Get Rap Church. Man, I don't even remember. I think Brian was kind of just starting, uh, you know, and um, he was he was coming to the church. And so there was like a room on 1960. I went to get him a room because he was coming. And so I shared this, I think, in a sermon one time. I think that following weekend, you know, so he was coming and I wind up going. So I'm going to go get him this room. He's not there yet. I'm by myself. I go and uh, I, I get to the room because I'm going to go check it. And there's the lady in the cart. But this wasn't like the little old lady. This was like Selena. <laughs> you know? She was all tatted. Everything that that I'm like, ooh. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And she just starts talking to me. And it was talking to me, and it was like, what it do? Yeah. Right? And so she's like, oh, my God. Tu eres boricua. You know? Like, yeah. you know? And she so I, I read this is a true story. I remember going, oh, opening the door and, like, closing the door. And then I'm like, oh, my God. I'm in the room. Like, how am I going to get out of here? <laughs> Yeah. Which is, so I know that might sound funny to some, but if you're thinking through it, if you're, if I mean, if again, if you're yoked up, you yeah. that's that's who I'm pleasing. That's who I'm. I'm doing my best to think you're that playing way. Out the story. I'm playing out the story. You're playing out the story. Yeah. So I'm in the thing, and I'm, there's a little voice that's like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't don't and praise the Lord that it wasn't one of those days where I'm arguing with Ruthie, mm-hmm. right? But I'm still like mm-hmm. nervous because I'm. It, it was affecting me my soul yeah. the way i mean she was like selena right and she's like yeah right <laughs> and so i'm like oh man i'm like oh this is you know one of, uh, this is david looking at the thing i want to be like <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. but i have the door closed and so i hear this again this is another time i heard i heard the lord said run to your car and so i'm like run to my car so i i open the door close it she's like mira i'm like I, me tengo que ir, you know, like, I, <laughs> I run down the stairs, <laughs> I get in the car, mm, it's good. I uh, start driving. The first thing I do is I call my wife, right? Um, once I finish, because I figure if I'm on the phone with you, these are the little things that yeah. I do in my life that people think, oh, you're still, oh, if I'm talking to you 
and I'm telling you, you're not gonna believe what happened. Yeah. Now she's gonna be like, you did what? I'm like, I mean, she was hot, but but I needed to keep you on the phone with me. Yeah. Now she could have took the turn to like, but she's like, all right. So I know she's probably like this dude crazy. <laughs> but I'm, I explained to her later. I was like, if I, if it's me and you could have this conversation, yep. we're gonna be in a really good place. So I need yep. to tell you, yo, this just happened. I hang up with her. I call Vinny. By the time I was done, I'm at home. Saying thank you, Lord. And I, oh no, totally. But that's what I, Juan, need to do. Yeah. I can't be like, well, I got this. You know, I'm gonna put the music. Because if I get in my own thoughts. I might turn that car around, yeah. but if I'm on the phone with my wife and then I'm on the phone with a you know friend accountability, then nah, there's no way I'm turning yeah. back because I have you on the phone. Hey, I'm turning back right now. You're gonna be like, no, stupid, yeah, what you <laughs> right? <doing? laughs> so I I think it's yeah. important to to yeah. have those things in place and Amen. follow through whatever you need to do so you don't wind up in stupid place. Yeah, you, you can't because you never know what the the enemies. I had shared with Pastor there was a time a little while ago, and I even shared it with James. And there was somebody that I was talking, not talking to, but they had come to the office, and nobody that goes to the church. And instantly, I had this weird feeling, like it didn't feel right, and I felt uncomfortable, and I felt some kind of way. And I knew I wasn't acting myself, and it started bugging me. And later that afternoon, I told Pastor, I said I felt really uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Like I did not feel comfortable in that situation and I hadn't felt that in years. Mm -hmm. And so I knew instantly though and was able to identify what was happening and what the enemy was trying to do. And because I tell him yeah. and tell my husband, now he knows if that person were to ever come around again. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, totally. He's, he's aware. Yeah, he sees. Do you see what I'm saying? But boundary. if I keep that to myself and if I get in my thoughts, and then say me and my husband were to get in an argument one day. Yes. Or I'm at some place and that person or whatever, you know, that's how the enemy works. And he comes in and we think that it's like, oh, no, I got this. Oh, I can't say anything because somebody's going to think, what are they going to think of me? me. Yeah. No, you've just exposed it before it turned into something. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I just think, you know, because I, I want to jump into the whole offense thing because I think I think it all ties. We're just going to pick uh, overlooking an offense. Yeah. We're going to pick that because I believe that they're all kind of mesh but sometimes we just think from the from the place of like this the sin that we consider sin right like because mm -hmm. we can sometimes people don't think like uh you know drinking cheating on your job by not doing the job you know and doing your own thing yeah. for yourself like all, all yeah. of that is a form of stealing yeah right but we don't think that a sin because no, i'm on facebook like no but that's realistically if your boss knew he'd probably be upset because yeah. he's paying you to be on the clock. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, to work for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? And so, but those are things that we don't look. We don't look at sin. You know, it's missing the mark in any area of your life, right? Uh, wrong motive. You're in sin. Like That's why it, this walk is like you're learning. Uh, it's a process. You're yeah. learning in phases. You're learning in steps, right? Mm -hmm. But like, because uh, think about like not having control, right? Because we're out of control. I tell people all the time, look, when you look like you're self-control, it ain't you. It's because you're submitted <laughs> to the Holy Spirit. So that person looks like yeah. they're in good control. Mm -hmm. uh, but when we look at like, because I remember like, uh, you know, just, just the beginning of church for me and stuff, you know, people would be like, you know, and, and I believe the Bible front to back. So this is not me saying I don't believe in tongues. I believe it. It's in four, First Corinthians 14. I believe in the prophetic. I believe in all that. But I think sometimes we say stuff in church like, you know, I just couldn't control it. You know, it, 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 I couldn't stop, right? Yeah. You chose well, not to. Totally. You you totally chose not to. If you look at first, all you got to do is really read 
Paul, 1 Corinthians 14, right? And, I, and I'm going there because I think sometimes we think, oh, that's super spiritual. No, like even there, he's like, look, we can't all be prophets and we can't all be, you know, one at a time. Right. Uh, and some we can't all be doing that. And somehow we still do that and we think it's accurate. And if you say something against it, then you're unspiritual and you don't love yeah. the Lord and you don't love. No, well, it's self-control. Oh, totally. Yeah, it's, it's submitting unto the Holy Spirit. A prophet, when you release a word and I had to learn this early because, you know, when you get really fired up, you know, you want to say everything. Yeah. If you've been studying all week. You want to say everything, <laughs> right? You want to go here, there. I mean, the, the been goal. preaching for a year. Oh, no, totally. <laughs> everything, right? But the truth is, a prophet releases the word that God wants him to release and shuts up. Mm. It, you know, I think we, what we do in Christianity is that we, um, how can I say it? We relate the spirit moving as chaos. Mm -hmm. Like there's no oh the spirit moved and it there was no control the the spirit is uh, in in control like all day long the, the the kingdom of God is a kingdom of order yes you know, and it's governed and it's it, there's rank and there's all of that so for us to think that the spirit is going to move out of control like I don't and know. not submitted to that yeah I don't yeah. I don't know so I think that's important as well because I I, I think when when we read scripture whenever whatever things that's why it says pursue love and desire the gifts. That word love, when you think about love, and I always tell people the simplest way is God's preferred choice, agapo, to love. When you do that, that's how you mature. You're pursuing the crucifixion of you to mature, to mature from faith to faith and glory to glory. Um, when offense, I have Proverbs 19.11. It says a person's wisdom yields patience. So we're talking about overcoming an offense. Uh, overcoming an offense or when you're angry mm -hmm. all of this is going to apply to the same thing because remember now we're going to show you how to overcome an offense and that's a wrap thank you this is real family for joining us you can be a part of the crew by following us on social media or writing us at p.o box 671-626 houston texas 77267 and don't forget stay real